0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, alongside with my other host, Lance. As always, we start off with an adult beverage of choice, and we loved the McAllen so much that we're drinking it again this time. Um, yeah, it was so good. I was kind of just daydreaming daydream- about it the other day. I'm like, oh, I want some more. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, so happy to drink this again. I've been saving it uh, specifically for podcasting, so did not want to touch it too much. And then, of course, we're drinking a Spotted Cow on the side, too.
0: Yep, yeah, I can never go go wrong with a good old Wisconsin staple. Oh, yeah. Which, I'll be completely honest, I haven't had any, like, because it's a a Wisconsin ale, I think is what they call it, so it's like a milky ale. Right. And there is another drink that I had that was a milky ale, and I really enjoyed it, so apparently I just kind of like... That type of ale.
1: Yeah, it goes down real easy, so can't go wrong there.
0: No, definitely not. So Lance, you want to kind of just let everybody know what we're going to be talking about today?
1: Right. So today we are going to be covering the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. (laughs) Mouthful. Yeah. Got to be one of those typical long name ones. All right. So in an isekai world, our main character isn't the hero, but rather the hero killer. Lug Tuathode is reincarnated into another world of swords and sorcery with the sole purpose of killing the hero before they can take over the world with his top-notch assassin skills in his previous life he now adds magic to his arsenal as he prepares to kill the demon lord slayer Then that's all i wrote <laughs> short and sweet
0: yeah no it's i liked it that's a really good one i don't know what more you could really say on that one without like trying to write a novel about the yeah, show right.
1: rest would be just be fluff and
0: yeah whatever yeah no it's uh besides the name like That it really is a mouthful of the name. (laughs) Yeah. But before we get too far, Lance, you want to give us that Lance's lesson?
1: Today's Lance's Lessons is going to be the Japanese name for aeroplane, and that is Hikoki. Hikoki is spelt H-I-K-O-K-I, and Hikoki is relevant to today's episode because in the very first episode of the show, our main character dies in an airplane, basically. gets blown up, and that's his, uh, what do you say, like some perfect coffin for his death or he didn't say perfect but it was something along those lines
0: a fitting coffin maybe that sounds right i think i don't don't remember what he actually said which airplane i like that one because that will kind of tie into the start of manga mentions
1: oh perfect okay (laughs) interesting okay so with that being said let's just jump into some mass manga mentions
0: yeah let's get into this so as I was talking about with Lance's Lessons, the aeroplane is where the manga starts. Okay. Like, the aeroplane is going down, and that's the beginning of, the essentially, the manga. And I'm like, did I miss something? Like, what
1: is going on here? Oh, nope. much like Miroko-chan, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the manga is starting at the end of the first episode. Yeah, pretty much. I was just like, no, there, this can't be right.
0: That I had to have missed something. Nope, chapter one, page one. I'm like, ah. Oh. Okay, well, I I guess I didn't miss anything, but uh, I know this is based off a light novel, right? Yeah. Okay, so that that's how when it comes to stuff like this, when there's differences like that, it's like okay, maybe the light novel starts off completely different, and they're just like, yeah, this is this is a good starting point. It's okay right i really enjoyed the manga and i would say the manga did a fairly good job staying concurrent with the anime it's really hard when you've got a light novel as your main source and then the anime because you're like well did the anime pull from the light novel and then the manga just skipped it it's really hard to draw conclusions so that's why i'm like i'm not gonna nitpick this stuff
1: that's fair but yeah our our job here is to talk about the anime and the manga so yeah we got your source and that's all we can go off of
0: yeah I do definitely agree with that one. So then uh, the other thing is you'd never see like his partner. So the adult Lug before he dies as the world's finest assassin. So you don't like you, she doesn't exist at all. No. So that
1: woman being on the plane that he was supposedly supposed to like kind of make sure she's protected in a way to get him on that plane in the first place. Yep. He's just on the plane.
0: He's just on the plane. Okay. So like I said, the, the manga starts with the plane going down and then he's running to the cockpit and then like he looks over and then there's the fighter jets getting ready to kill him so it's like oh okay well i guess that's one way to start
1: yeah i mean jumping right into the action
0: it's seriously uh so then so his mother in the beginning you see how she's like objecting basically Luke to be in a true tuatha day Like, that doesn't happen in the manga. Like, she's just all for it.
1: Okay, so, like, when the father was saying he's going to be an assassin. Yeah. Like, point blank. Yeah. And then mom was like, oh, does he have to be? Because our last child died because of it, so he doesn't have to be. And so she's just fully on board.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, especially in, like, if you were to put yourself in, like, the noble times where it's like, this is the family. This is what the family does. Like, that's basically the stance she's taking. It's just like, this is just how it is right you get to see uh, lug at age five Uh, he talks about his family's history and what he's meant to do within the family and then his father actually makes him kill people at five
1: wow that early yeah i don't quite remember exactly
0: so he talks about at 11 this is the first time he's had to kill somebody so that crazy psycho chick that like he chops off her hand and then she like loses her mind Yeah, That's the first person that he says he has to kill in the anime.
1: Okay, yeah. Interesting. So he did it at age five. Yeah. And then Manga, okay.
0: No no hesitation either. Just straight killer. So I guess if you train him young, it's uh, not an issue.
1: (laughs) That's just the new norm.
0: (laughs) At least in, well, he is an assassin, so it's okay.
1: Yeah, I was already pre-registered in his mind that killing was just natural to him.
0: Yep. So the way he meets Dia is different as well. So he, remember when he's out training at 11 to kill that rabbit? So it's at that time period. So they meet, he goes and kill like he kills the rabbit, and then he runs into her and her bodyguard while training to kill the rabbit.
1: Okay, that's different. Because yeah, in the anime, he went to go kill the rabbit, and then they had lunch.
0: Yeah, then they had lunch. And then like the next day, his mother made him dress up in the, the women's clothing okay and show up no she she was there when he killed the rabbit so he wasn't dressed up as a woman
1: okay so in our eyes that was creative liberty being thrown in there
0: yeah we can go with that when lug met Talt, uh, he hadn't had the eye surgery yet so he didn't know that she had magical powers at that point
1: oh so that was earlier than the anime was then yep okay so in the manga's perspective just so happened to worked out
0: yeah he was he was training like normal, but then ran into her and kind of the same scenario happened. He just didn't know that she had magical powers. Okay. Um. And he he figured it out because he had the, the foul stone and basically it started to react to Talt and that's how he knew that she had magic.
1: Do they call her Talt in the manga? T-A-L-T? Yeah. I think so. The anime was Tart.
0: Oh, uh, you know what? It might be Tart and I just wrote it wrong. okay i apologize so yes tart um and he also doesn't test her with food um he just kind of gave her some of his food that he had and told her to not like eat it fast right because she would get sick so he's just more forthcoming with why she shouldn't eat the food
1: Oh, they explain that very well in the anime too.
0: It, so he gave it to her, and it was a test in his mind to be like, okay, if she could follow these uh, rules, then she'll be good to go. But in the in the manga, he handed it to her and was like, "Don't eat it quickly because you're gonna you're gonna get sick." While in the in the anime, he basically tells her. Like, don't eat it quickly and then kind of goes into his monologue for a little bit. And then it's like, oh yeah, she can, she can listen and follow instructions. So that's why I basically want her to be my servant
1: they also explained in the anime. Okay. After he gave her the second bowl, yep. he explained the reason I wanted you to eat slowly is because you're cold and starving yep. and if you ingest it slowly then your body's not going to reject it.
0: Yeah. So that he does that on the fir- like when he initially gives her the food. Okay. So, just less time consuming. <laughs> right. Um so then you get a short chapter monologue of Dia talking about how Luke helped her get her love for magic back. Okay. When I say short, I think it was like 14 pages. So there were two chapters that we got that were kind of like what would appear to be extra like an extra chapter in a light novel where it's like yeah that could be something but really it's just i would have put this in to kind of give extra information and you'll understand why I bring that up later okay so the first time you see um tart wake up Luke was uh, two years after they had met so i i missed that so i was like I'm, I'm just gonna write it down because i don't know i didn't remember if they actually talked about how long it'd been
1: Yeah, it was right away. The very next scene was a two-year skip, and then Tart's like, if you don't wake up, I'm going to have to do something mischievous. Yep. And then he goes into a quick explanation like, oh, you've really grown in the last two years. and. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now now she has big boobs and she's knows how to kill. Like she's just very agile and she's definitely become more of a reliable person.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely agree with that one. So then it was two years after he had met Tart when he got the procedure for his uh, magic eyes. Okay. So she was, she was around when that happened. Interesting. And she was actually the first person he saw after the eye surgery. So immediately after basically the the procedure was over and he was healed. That's when he went into the final fight with his father.
1: Oh, so was that quick too?
0: Yeah, like it was immediate. No getting to recover and getting used to it. It was literally like bandages off. Oh, look, there's uh there's Tart, and now we're going to you're going to have your final test, kind of thing. I was like, oh shit, okay.
1: Wow, that's yeah, that's really quick.
0: Uh, and then the the nice the cool thing was is that now Luke kind of got to get used to the the magic eyes in a fight instead of kind of supplementing stuff during the fight Mm -hmm. i did enjoy the fight in the manga better than the fight in the anime between his father him and his father oh yeah it was a lot longer and because lug was getting used to his eyes he was trying to be able to adapt using his eyes during the fight
1: okay yeah i can see the challenge there
0: So it was just, it was longer. And then they don't really go into it super well from what I remember in the anime on basically how Lug wins. But in the manga, he basically sacrifices his shoulder to be able to get his father in close enough to be able to get the knife to his throat. So
1: that might've been actually what happened. I know it was kind of quick in the anime. It was
0: really hard to know exactly what happened. So in, in the manga, he basically allowed his father to get in close enough. Shifts, gets stabbed in the shoulder, and that's how he can get the knife to his father's throat. Okay. Yeah,
1: because he did make in the at least in the anime. He said I had I won on like a suicidal gamble mm-hmm. is what he said. So that makes more sense if if he took a hit in order to m- get the winning blow. Yep. Then yeah, that makes way more sense.
0: I wish they would have gone into I, like I wish they would have seen like you get blood splatter or something because you'd be like oh shit okay yeah no this was like really close something bad could have happened something.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't remember. Nothing like that registered with me right now for a memory.
0: Yep. Something crazy that you find out is Lug actually has a third identity that they don't talk about in the anime.
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: So just to kind of remind anybody. So there is Illich, who is the basically Burchant and then obviously Lug. And now there's a third, basically, individual that exists who would be Luke.
1: Okay. And does he act on this or is this just information that we know?
0: It's information that we know. Okay. Uh, his father kind of talks about it being like there's a backup plan and then there's also this backup plan in case we need it.
1: Interesting. Do we get a name and a job or? Nope. Just that there's a backup plan? There yep. Right? There's. Okay.
0: It, basically the the panel is like Illig. Because they're talking about becoming the merchant. Mm-hmm. And then you see a third basically figureless individual with no name. And then you get Lug two off day okay. as well that's the whole panel and you're like okay then this is interesting
1: very interesting i can see if that's the case then i can see that 100 coming out of like a season two then
0: yeah i could definitely see that or maybe even season three because it's like okay now he's an adult and he needs this third individual to be able to do something to get into a certain section that illig can't get him into
1: right and that's something that we can talk about too, because remember, we have a time frame.
0: Yep. So then they, they had a chapter where Tart and Dia talk about Luke. Uh, again, it's like an extra chapter kind of thing. Basically, Dia gives Tart permission to pursue Luke, and she says, I'm a noble after all. That goes into what Maha had talked about, where essentially Luke is allowed to have a mistress. Yeah. A mistress or two yep.
1: or multiple or whatever. Yeah, that was, I thought that was kind of funny.
0: I did think that was funny. Unfortunately, you don't see that interaction in the manga. Right. So I was I was kind of disappointed because I actually really enjoyed that whole scene. Like, I enjoyed that conversation. The whole that whole carriage time. scene? Yeah, that That's whole... That's not in the manga? None of it. Interesting. Yeah, it's... That was like, honestly, that was probably one of my favorite non fight scenes was that whole conversation because it was very important information and it was a good back and forth between Maha and Luke. Yeah, I agree. Um, But the manga makes mentioned later that Dia and Tart have never communicated with each other so I'm like okay this is a weird chapter essentially
1: okay so if that's the case and they're communicating that Tart should go after Lug then how was that communicated
0: it wasn't that's what makes no sense but it's one it's like I said it's like an extra chapter so maybe in the manga they just pushed it sooner than when it actually happened in the light novel okay and they're just kind of giving you essentially the conversation between Maha and Lug without giving you
1: that dialogue. Okay, interesting.
0: Lug was brought to the Baller family under the guide that the oldest son had gotten sick and Illig is essentially the backup plan for the head of the family. And Lug also spent six months just kind of learning the business before anything happened. Okay. So he so, just
1: laid low for a very long time.
0: Yeah, essentially doing like all the grunt work learning ins and outs of each of the businesses before the before anything happened. So it, it makes Illig coming up essentially getting quote unquote found, you could say, because the oldest son is sick. That makes sense because, you know, you need a a new heir to the family. So now I've got this illegitimate son that I know about, and this is why he's around. It makes complete sense when you're talking about nobility and stuff like that, because you're like, well, I, I need to have a son to be able to pass along the lineage. Right. So it's Bress is the name of the oldest son, and he was the one that was sick.
1: Okay, the one who got surgery?
0: Uh, Yes, and basically uh, you learn that he had cancer. Oh, really? Yeah, he is recovering, but he had cancer, in the, at least in the manga he had cancer.
1: Okay, yeah, I don't think they explained anything in the anime. They just said, oh, I performed surgery, don't tell your mom. Yep,
0: yeah. you see uh, Bress taking an interest in Illig and wants to learn uh, the same way that Illig is teaching Tart and Maha. Okay. You see just, you know, them studying, learning ins and outs of arithmetic and business and all this other stuff. So just kind of interesting. It's happening as Tart, or excuse me, as Luke is under the guise of Illig.
1: Okay. That's just a little bit more character development for someone else who was just had a quick scene in the anime.
0: Yeah. And he's a, he really doesn't play too much of a part in the manga either, Um, but it's just Luke makes mention that, you know, he's going to keep an eye on him because he's showing a very strong interest in Illig. So he basically wants to manipulate press. Uh, sure. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's B-R-E-S. Uh, if somebody wants to pronounce it another way, because we never got a, a pronunciation in the anime. I'm just kind of taking a stab in the dark on that one. Sure. There is no chapter with Lug and Dia spending the day together. Like ever? Yeah, like so you know that whole that entire episode where he goes and they go essentially through the town prior to date day. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the in the manga. Wow, none
1: of that. Okay, so they got rid of that uh, awkward bath scene and no shooting of the bear, no going out to lunch, getting lasagna, no Illig, oh not Illig, sorry, (laughs) it's Luke at this point. No Luke pointing out that the guards have like combat experience. Yep. Okay, all of that was skipped. The entire thing. Interesting.
0: You do see the bollard head go to Luke's father. And offer 20 years worth of taxes, Tuathode's taxes, to essentially buy Luke to be Illig.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So is that why the father originally came to Luke's father, the Tuathode, to be like, hey, he has a gift. If he wants, he can stay here and we'll just...
0: Yeah, so that that happened prior to that conversation with his father and Luke. Okay. Where he was like, you know, you don't, you don't have to do this. You have this option. And in the anime, it's, I would say the anime and the manga, it's a sincere thing from a father to a son being like, you know, yes, this is your, Actual life, and this is what you could be doing, but you don't have to. You have another option if you want to take it. Right. And that's kind of how I took it in the manga as well, even with this information, because the father basically was like, Well, this is, I'm not going to tell you yes. This is going to be Luke's choice on if he wants to be Illig or if he wants to be Luke. Sure. And the last thing that I have is it took. Lug six hours to run to Dia.
1: Okay, yeah, they didn't give us any kind of time frame other than a distance of like three hundred kilometers or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't get a time frame.
0: So he's essentially running what fifty kilometers an hour?
1: I think they said. I think they might have said forty. Well, at, if it's three hundred,
0: if it's three hundred kilometers and it took him six hours, that would be fifty kilometers an hour.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I pretty sure I specifically remember him saying 40 at one point but yeah if if that math has to work out then he has to be running an average of 50 then
0: well I do remember them talking about at 40 miles an hour like the wind currents start screwing everything up
1: mm, that could have been it
0: I think that's what that was maybe yeah and it's easy to assume that's essentially what he's running at because well they're having to worry about wind currents
1: mm-hmm. did they ever make any kind of mention on how fast he made it there any other time he went to go visit because to us, it was just boom he was there
0: a stroll in the park kind of like a hop and a skip and i'm i'm here yeah no right. no they don't which is very weird that they make this huge ordeal about him having to run from the tuatha day to dia's land but then you know he'd go there every month and it's like for years yeah for years and now it's an issue
1: right so that makes me wonder if he's just been burning through all of his mana to get there when he got there because in this last situation it mattered that he needed to reserve all of his mana because he needed to attack
0: yeah, I think that's a, a very valid point. Then that's probably exactly what it was. Where yeah. he could just fly there and it didn't matter if he had like five MP left over because he would recover right by the time he had to leave. So then he would just drain all his MP again. Right. So that's probably what he was doing. Like that would make the most sense. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I have as far as the manga mentions, okay. it's not a whole lot of changes. The fight at the end is slightly different. You see, Luke kind of um, he had to take out some of Dia's guards because uh, they they couldn't know that Luke was there, and right. he ran into ran into them because he didn't have that ability where he could like sonar where everybody was like that he didn't have that ability he doesn't have that ability in right. the manga he they make mention that he's been there so much that he knows the ins and outs of the, the castle mm-hmm. and that makes complete sense right and then at the how he shows up to maha is he's floating outside the window and that's how he gets in Maybe which yeah. Or, or, yeah sorry
1: but yeah yeah he was like basically floating on his own little mini tornado yeah so that he would be levitated up there yeah
0: yeah so that's just slightly different not not a huge it's kind of whatever right so yeah that's all i got okay it's really enjoyed the manga it's probably one of the better manga adaptations on a light novel that i've read in a while yeah uh just because like there wasn't a whole lot of differences to be completely honest
1: right yeah i know like what was it When we did sword art they skipped a shit ton of information in the manga yep so yeah uh all you listeners if you just so happen to have read this light novel please leave us a comment and let us know how the manga did and let us know any additional information because that would be awesome to, to learn
0: yeah kind of like my as i've previously mentioned where i'm reading or listening to jobless reincarnation light novel like i said i i text you basically every time i listening to it's like oh yeah here's here's this added information that we didn't get
1: right yeah lots of lots of information especially because you were saying one novel one volume could take you eight hours of just listening time so that's a lot of information
0: yeah i am very interested to know how many light novels um season one covered
1: let's see quick google search
0: from what i am reading it looks to be about six volumes oh no it has around six volumes excuse me the anime adaptation only covered the First volume.
1: Wow. That's a lot of information that's still yet to come then.
0: Yeah, right. Um
1: that's so crazy because I'm sure a lot of people could probably assume that season two could potentially be the whole end of this whole story. You know, we've only got like what, is he like fifteen-ish at the end of season one? So he's got a max of like three more years before shit starts going wrong. I think he's
0: fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah, because Dia is fifteen.
1: And she's three years older than he is, though.
0: Or six seven? I guess she's 17 at the time then. Okay. I know he makes mention that he's 14 because yeah. when he comes back, yeah, because when he comes back from as being Illig is right after his 14th birthday because he does it for two years and I think he had just turned 12.
1: Yeah, my notes say two years has passed. He should be 12. That's in episode four. And yeah, yeah that's before he goes to uh, live as a merchant. So two years on top of that the whole time he's been learning – how to be a merchant yeah that would put him at 14
0: yeah so he's 14 dia's obviously 17 i think tart is the same age as lug
1: yeah i would say i don't yeah i don't think we got a specific age but i would say same or maybe even a tad younger
0: yeah, she might be, she might have been, I guess, what they met when they were, was, it, was he five? Uh, I don't know. I'd almost say. Or se- I think he was seven, because it's, it kind of, we kind of get like five, seven, 11, or five, seven, 12, or 11, 12, and then
1: 14. According to my notes, Tart is introduced in episode four, and then I put, uh, one of my notes is two years has passed, he should be 12. So if, if that's the case, it sounds, uh, you know what, that's not too fair too, because t- more time skips could have happened so yeah uh, at the latest he could have been 10 but it, yeah there's no way he had to have been because
0: i'm trying to think wrong, he man. got his eyes did it say when he got when i know he there was an age but
1: could have been i didn't pay that close attention episode two he got the mystic eyes
0: i think he was seven no he had to have been like a nine i i don't know we're, we're going in circles <laughs> on that one yeah that's all right so we know he's 14 we know dia's 17 i would assume that Tart is either 13 14 or 15 somewhere in that area i know they're around the same age right i want to say she's a year younger but i i couldn't tell you for sure and let's see
1: maha they don't i don't think
0: they ever actually she,
1: all i know for sure was in the gross episode of all the sex trafficking yes the master guy said that she's about to turn 12 or she is 12 and okay that's all we can say about that so
0: um so and that was so I think she's older than Lug as well because he that was six months basically right after he started working his own stuff as Illig. Right. So he would have been 12. Yeah, he was 12 when he started
1: Illig. So, and then she was almost 12 at that slight backstory. But, yeah.
0: So she, those two are probably the same age as well. Yeah. She might be like months older, but they're essentially the same age. Right. So she's, we'll go 14 at this period of time. Um, Yeah, we don't, it's, I'm not really finding anything as far as her age is concerned but like i said i'm pretty sure she's the same age as luke she's a great character and i can't wait to talk about her
1: i mean there's another kid that we can talk about the one in episode five when they finish the uh the battle with the father and the son and they're like congratulating luke for graduating basically and then that one kid throws Mm. a glass at him yes all i got out of that one i did actually write it down he said some i wrote down some kid four years older and tries to fight him and he loses and told that he should be Lug's knight. So he's got some kind of future is it molded Rona? out for him. Is it Rona? That sounds a little familiar. Yes,
0: it's uh, Rona. Yeah. He is going to be the knight too off the day, as they talk about. He is obviously older, as you said, what, four years older? Mm-hmm. And Lug did that when he was 11. So that would be, you'd be 15. So he's.
1: Well, just four years on top 14 would put him at 18 at this moment.
0: Yeah. So he he's probably going
1: through the night training now yeah but he can be interesting i wonder if well i guess all i was really going to say was <laughs> luke gave him a sword like that he made himself so i was always wondering like how strong is that sword going to be compared to anything else of course it's supposed to be lighter stronger Yeah, like that knife that i would assume and i don't know Well, just staying on the topic of luke just making shit yep I think one of my favorite moments in this entire series was when Luke was fighting those wolves to save Tart as a child. Okay. And then he like gave himself like these metal gauntlets on his wrists and his hands or whatever. Yep. It was just a very cool look. And then he had the the blades in like a ninja style. So I thought that it just looked cool to me. So I liked that scene a lot because it played with my imagination very well. <laughs>
0: very anime-esque yeah. in that one. I really enjoyed that scene. And it I like how creative he is Yeah, throughout this entire series. Because one thing that I had an issue with that I, it's kind of nitpicking, like the beginning of the season slash series makes absolutely no sense.
1: Like, the very first opening scene? Yeah, where it's them
0: shooting guns to kill these nobles, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah,
1: this has nothing to do with assassination.
0: Like, I, I am so confused.
1: When I think of an assassination, I think of, like, sly and sneaky and just, you know, words that are, like, quiet... I don't know. Nothing just weird.
0: Just nothing to do it, with.
1: In and out, and no one knows you were even there.
0: Yep. Not. Well, that one's okay, because they're essentially killing everybody there. Right. So it's okay. But it was just so weird. And it made absolute, like, who are these characters? And what is going on?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a very interesting scene, because... They threw, of course, they threw it in there just so that you can keep the uh, watcher's attention at, at at a high for so early. But then as you come to learn, like that scene comes post season one because Dia is part of that and she's working with them. And Dia doesn't get fully introduced into the whole game until after the end of the season. Literally the last scene when she's like adopted into the family.
0: Yep. Slash. Do you think they're getting adopted or are they getting married?
1: I think eventually they'll get married. Okay. But the the final scene was the adoption reports and her being the younger sister, even though she's older.
0: Yeah, and oh yeah, that doesn't happen in the manga either. It doesn't. No, like the adoption thing. Doesn't... Yeah, that that part doesn't happen in the manga. Oh,
1: interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah interesting that is interesting but it really makes no sense like why they failed the assassination so why do you need to put her in hiding or and
1: why do you have to put her in hiding but i would yeah i would say even more why would you go through the process of like making anything proper
0: yep yeah no it's that part was weird maybe they'll gloss over it or explain it in season two maybe because season two is announced i don't know if we've talked about that one but season two announced no idea about any details but season two is is a thing Right. That's, that's all I can tell you.
1: Yeah, we did a little bit of Google searching before we started. Only thing we can find is that it's straight up announced. We don't have a year. We don't have a season. A season as in like fall, winter, yep. spring, whatever. So we have no idea when it's going officially going to be, but it's coming.
0: Yep. So... Maybe we'll get some explanations on that one because it really makes no sense. Like, she doesn't need to be saved in that manner. The assassination failed, so everybody knows she's alive. And the pseudo hero, but we can talk about him later, is supposedly dead and offered uh, basically immunity if he loses. So, right. she's good to go. Like there's no there's no issues.
1: Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, cuz he lost the duels and we're talking about Satana Magnus, the guy with the spear. Yes. The- Final scene. Is one of the, the final Lance. Scene. It was a. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a spear. It
0: it looked like one of the the things you see at um, old time festivals where it's the the knights and they're jousting the jousting right thing. I think they called it a spear, but yeah,
1: it was. More than a spear. It was definitely a lance-shaped because, yes. yeah, it was very long-bladed, It was and it spiked open. When you and think then of, it
0: had, like, the, the pseudo-hilt on the back end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's also nitpicking. So <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I guess now that we're talking about it, yeah, it's definitely a lance versus a spear.
0: So, Lug, not Lug one so dia's safe the the village is essentially free and clear like that there were no knights that were there granted there's also nobody around to be like yep that happened but if they go there and like have you seen your hero lately he's dead Mm -hmm. he lost like that would really be all it took so It'll be interesting to find out what happens later on. Right.
1: Do you think Magnus is officially dead? Yes. Yeah.
0: I don't think he was the hero.
1: Oh, he was definitely not the hero. They, they made that clear.
0: So I, I think he is dead and only because he's not the hero. Right. So, because if he was the hero, I feel like he would have survived, but because he's not the hero, he is absolutely just obliterated.
1: Yeah, I agree. I'm I think it. he was just some cool, tough guy that showed up out of nowhere. Yep. And they didn't really, like, try to make him sound super important. Like, that whole like three minute countdown thing that Luke (laughs) was doing in his head. Yep. It was all just for show and they didn't like make him seem important. He was just some loudmouth ready to fight.
0: He was a berserker. Yeah. Very true to his special skill, his
1: S rank skill. Mm. Do you think that weapon? They made mention of these kinds of weapons a couple times. Yep. Especially when well, I was that I might be thinking of a different scene. But they did make what I was gonna was uh Maha made mention that she's been tracking these special weapons. Yep. So I'm kind of surprised they didn't make mention that they secured this weapon after his defeat yeah i think they talked about like it disappeared oh really yeah oh i don't remember that at all
0: so i think they do make mention of it but i'm very curious about the these weapons
1: yeah i'd like to see more of them for sure i'd like to know a limit not a limit but like you know how many there are
0: it's like is there five of them is there two of them Mm -hmm. and then it's like what is the other ones i want to know is that how luke kills the hero, attempts to kill a hero, right?
1: whatever you want to call it. Yeah, because this weapon was very powerful, yep. and Lug used his number one skill on uh, Magnus, so we know that the, if he's going to be killing the hero, yep. he needs an even stronger, more brilliant plan.
0: Yeah, because the hero is not going to be dumb enough to fall for that. Mm-hmm. Like He's just going to be way too strong to be like, oh yeah, I'll sit here for essentially three minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. And staying on these weapons, the very first thing I thought of was S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero (laughs) <laughs> when they were trying to say that these that they're special weapons and yeah this one was like had all these special abilities. but yeah he's the uh he's the lamb's hero.
0: Speaking of these weapons, do you think the goddess was the one that created them?
1: Ooh interesting. I wanna say no. I think she's just like this median medium kind of person that's just sending people to this world. Okay.
0: okay. Then there has to be another god that has made these weapons.
1: Sure. Yeah I would go as far as saying there should be multiple gods.
0: I, I can see that I'll be curious to know if we run into them somehow. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe the goddess has a conversation with him. Or maybe Luke somehow gets spoken to by one of these gods. Sure. It'll be very interesting. There's a lot of... Uh, paths that could take
1: oh yeah and what's what's blowing my mind right now is we're this far and we're only one out of six books yep there's so much more information so so it makes me think that it can't just be as simple as preparing for the next two years to go fight and kill this guy i think there's got to be a lot more
0: well we have four years because it's when luke turns 18 that the world goes to shit well no that's when the the demon king is killed and then i think it's two years close
1: he kills the demon lord at when luke is going to be 16 okay. and he has two years on top of that to okay stop the hero before he destroys the world basically okay
0: that makes that does make sense then so yeah he has essentially four years remaining so then it's there's no way that the next four five books only cover four years. Right. That would be a shit ton of stuff that happens.
1: Right. So, it makes me wonder, he's definitely going to have to run into this hero real soon. Yep. And what,
0: what if he ran into the hero and was able to convince him to not be a piece of shit?
1: That's what I would like to say. I spend the next while speculating on what we can expect on the next season or two because okay. there is so much that could happen.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's definitely the ending of the series was what I was saying, but yes, we can let's stop Talk about season two and uh, beyond.
1: Okay, so I don't think it's going to be as simple as Luke's going to be in the background assassinating and all of a sudden he's going to get news that the demon lord has been killed. I think Luke is going to be somehow wrapped into the situation too, and I think he's going to partake. In some way, I don't think he's gonna do the killing itself. Although it'd be kind of funny if he was the one that landed the finishing blow on the demon lord.
0: But that would so if Luke did it, that would change everything because now it's no longer the hero that could use his fame in the killing of the demon king as his reason for tyranny.
1: That'd be a very interesting twist.
0: That would be very interesting. And which
1: would why which could be a reason why there's so much more information to come.
0: Yeah, because Luke could be a essentially in the background, making sure that the, the, ki- the hero doesn't turn into a villain. Right. Interesting. That could be a twist. Yeah, but we also have to somehow tie in the very first 15 minutes of season, of episode one.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they're going to try to play into that. Like, maybe Maha has a, a strong desire to go after, like, these sex traffickers, and that's she just wants to stop all that.
0: Perfectly understandable. Mm-hmm. Don't blame her. That would be interesting. We already know that Dia can use guns.
1: Yep, and we should explain that she has the... Ability to use two powers, or two attributes, which are fire and earth, which is why she can use earth to create the gun and use fire to create the explosion of the bullet.
0: Mm-hmm. And because she has earth, she can make metals. Mm-hmm. That'll be, that's interesting. That It's just, it's throwing me off so hard. Because it makes absolutely no sense with the rest of what happened in season one. Mm-hmm. Like, it really doesn't make any sense. I, I have no idea. And then, of course, it's not in the manga, so they can't, like, backfill the explanation either.
1: Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I'm sure they're gonna you know eat their foot on this one just kind of do some stupid scene and make it all like not matter anyway
0: I would say you know they don't look much older but that's not also not really saying anything because Dia doesn't really age so it yeah I, I don't know it's very interesting and then what they could do is like in season two they could be Dia could or sorry Maha could be doing some like background investigation, finds this uh, slave trade, and then basically they backfill the information and replay that series of scenes mm-hmm. in season two.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: That that would make sense. That could kind of help fill in the blank. Essentially.
1: Yeah. And at least tie the two anime seasons together.
0: Yep, Yeah. It'll be, I'm very curious what will happen.
1: You know, another thing I want to see? Mm. You know, we got these hundreds of other people that have been reincarnated. Yes. I want to see Lug run into someone and just have some kind of weird conversation and have Lug understand that he's not the only one. I don't know if he's been told this because when the goddess got him. Yeah. She just offered the ability. Like she didn't say like, I'm trying to create as many opportunities as I can. So I would like to see him run into someone else.
0: Yeah, she doesn't talk about him doing it again. Yeah, that'll be very interesting if they run into him. I'm also curious how often it happens because it's been he's what one like one twenty something is that what it is?
1: Oh, I don't know, num- I don't remember because she was definitely going through multiple different hundreds. Like I didn't write down everybody's number, but like there was like a six hundred something.
0: Mm. So I wonder, I wonder what. Lug is what his number is and then i'm also curious like does she do it like every day does she do it like every couple months Mm -hmm. we know it's been years because it was like oh it's been 20 some years let's see how this guy's doing or this been 40 years let's see how this guy's doing and it's like oh okay so it's been a long time
1: Mm -hmm. and if they all have the same exact goal it made me wonder yeah, how often is she doing this? It's ba- it's basically got to be almost daily to, on some degree. Maybe monthly? Monthly. Because, yeah, we got big jumps in years. But, like, at the same time, like, you're not going to want some 40-year-old to go slay some hero. Uh, that's debatable. Depending mm-hmm. on the skills that could be there. So that's what also is making me think, like, do you think this is also, like, a multiverse kind of deal? Because if there's hundreds of other reincarnated people all doing the same job, not necessarily everybody's, like, doing it the way they're supposed to be doing it. Lots of them fail. Yeah. Really- we're going to have to assume all of them fail. But yes. I would like to assume we're going to run into a couple that are, you know, doing decent. So that's why I want to see Luke running into someone.
0: Decent and or at least like not fucking up, right. I could say.
1: Like not being the biggest loser. Yeah. And yeah, there's also hundreds of people that have been chosen. She's got to be duplicating on skills because I don't know how many different jobs there can be. Yeah, I don't...
0: I'm not sure that that is very interesting. I, I we need a lot more information about her.
1: Mm-hmm. And another thing I found interesting about the goddess was when she was first uh, doing her old deal with giving him all the information and the beginning of the season and she said and i just so happened to have saved your soul and i just so happened to have been able to send you to this place and i just so happened to blah 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 she she said that like five times it's making me wonder if yeah she's definitely got more information to give
0: yep so something very interesting that happens in the light novel that i'm just remembering is you see a moment in which the goddess is talking about assisting Lug. okay uh so the the statement is The current success rate with the assistance I previously gave Lug to Authoday is 8%. Uh, Resources allocated to Lug for support are confirmed, have been exhausted, requesting additional resources, rejected. And then it says, abandon this case, activate option B, or plan B, excuse me. Interesting. So it's like, what is is she doing? What's going on? Okay,
1: well now this is also kind of... I feel like this is favoring like the multiverse kind of thing right there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. I need to keep reading. (laughs) All right, well, you keep reading and let's just take a quick break. Hey, Toasties, I'm Missy here with my bestie, Johnsy. Hey, y'all. Do you like mind-blowing crime cases? Spooky tales and debating theories. What a clinky dink, so do we. Grab your beverage and be a part of our Toasted Shenanigans on your favorite podcast app. You can even send us a story or drink suggestion. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or at com. Hey, this is Tyler, one of the hosts of Ranger Cast. On our show, we talk about Power Rangers and other multi spandex heroes. We've got news, reviews, interviews. We talk about the comics, the games, the toys, and all things more phenomenal. Find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or check us out at rangercast.net. May the power protect you.
0: And Now that we're back from our break through the power of time in the internet, I didn't really find anything out about uh, what the goddess has planned, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, it's just something that we're gonna have to find out when it happens.
0: Yeah, probably, hopefully, season two I'll find something out uh, because we know we get season two at least, <laughs> right?
1: At the very least, yeah, because there's so much more information.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, speaking of a lot of things we haven't talked about, well. We haven't talked about favorite characters.
1: Right. That's just something we usually do right away.
0: And we're an hour in. We haven't <laughs> talked about, or almost an hour in, and we haven't talked about uh, favorite characters. Do you have one?
1: Yeah. Um. This is kind of strange. Like, the easy one's obviously, like, Lug. Mm-hmm. He's super smart. He's got all these abilities. <laughs> yep. He's got these skills that are very interesting, and we don't even know, like, one of them yet. Yep. So, yeah, he's kind of going to be the the quick one to say so. Okay. But on the other hand, I kind of want to just go with Goddess because I'm interested in her. Okay. I want to know more about her and why she even knows about this future. If she knows about this future, then why wasn't she able to do anything about it to begin with? We know that the hero was important in the first place to kill the Demon Lord, and that needed to happen, but doing so created... Yet another problem. So it just had to go that way anyway. So I just... I'm interested in her knowledge, I guess.
0: Okay. That uh, does make sense. For me, I would probably say my favorite character... I'm probably... As far as interest... Most interested in Maha is probably Mm -hmm. my favorite
1: character. Yeah, she's interesting.
0: I think her... Her knowledge, her looking out for her friends slash family because all those girls she considers her family. Mm. Uh, the trauma that she went through and is still able to do all this stuff. Like I mentioned earlier, how that conversation in the carriage is probably one of my favorite scenes. That's not like a fight scene. Mm. So with that, like just every time she's around, like you're just like, oh yeah, no, she's an amazing character. We need to know more. What's going on? What's she doing and stuff like that. So I think she. He is probably my favorite character as a whole. Like, Luke is an awesome character. He's very, uh, very cool. Just all of his abilities. And as I, again, as I mentioned earlier, just how he is using his pe- previous life to help guide him forward in this life is really cool because a lot of times in these isekai animes where they have their previous knowledge like all they really do with it is be like well i can't make the same mistakes again right and in this one he's like no i was an assassin i'm gonna use every skill i had in the 40 years of my previous life to make me the world's greatest assassin
1: yep yeah and that very much shined through when when he was like what 12 years old when he back- his dad who was considered to be the best mm-hmm. so yeah it, it really leads and,
0: him forward and then the um rod of god i think is what they call it
1: something like that yeah
0: uh talking about that the canon so just all of this stuff that he's making use of with his knowledge that he has now and him figuring out that oh yeah magic especially when you're making magic in When it comes to metals, it's literally just here is the weight, the melting points, and I don't remember what the third one is, but...
1: I remember atomic number being in there, but that's essentially the weight.
0: Yeah, maybe the periodic table, the number on the periodic table, maybe, I I don't know, I don't remember what the (laughs) third one was, but it's like he was able to find and figure that out instantly essentially
1: Be- right because of his past knowledge of the human art world yeah
0: Oh well, he does talk about how he, it's probably because he has the um mana writing ability that's the reason why like he essentially doesn't get brain dumped into not thinking about these things like he has the ability to think outside the box essentially when it comes to creating new spells
1: like his Brand, or his, uh, that ability something weaver
0: yeah the spell weaver i think is what it is yeah. so he he may at least in the manga he makes mention he's like oh this is probably an added effect to the spell weaver where i can think about this stuff this way because i have the ability to write new spells so that's why i can be like oh yeah it's probably this and then actually act on it
1: right yeah which is why idea can also benefit off of it
0: yep because it makes sense and yeah it's it was really cool that interaction between so that first time they really met and started doing magic i thought that was really cool um did you have a favorite scene since i talked about mine
1: nothing was super amazing Okay. Favorite scenes? I guess I'll go my shonen route. Somewhere between kind of fighting the dead. The mm-hmm. anime was kind of a little lackluster. It was it was interesting. I liked mm-hmm. the swiftness of it. Yep. The the heavens rod or whatever it was with yep. the fighting Magnus. That was interesting. Yep. But I guess I'll go back to what I said earlier. Just him putting on those like metal gauntlets and fighting those wolves to save Tart. Okay. Maybe that could be a favorite scene strictly because. It added character, like, accessories that was just cool and, yep like, ninja-esque. So that was cool. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so I, th- I think I'll just default back to that one.
0: <laughs> okay. No, I, I don't fault you on that one. That was a really good one. And just the, the interaction that they had. And let's see, Lug was 11 at the time. Something like that earlier than that S- seven. It seven. was
1: it was when he met Tart and we were discussing that that was yeah. ten or sooner, like somewhere yeah. between seven and ten, probably.
0: Yeah, that's kind of one thing I like about this show is that there there's not like one oh my god this is the best scene, but as a whole, the I feel like the series was very good quality from start to finish.
1: Yeah, everything was really well. The only thing that kept coming back to me was everything was a like quote unquote as a matter of fact, like okay, in terms of like op. Yeah. Like, he was right on the money, like, all the time, and he knew how to handle every single situation. I don't think Luke struggled much at all like everything was always planned out and worked out
0: yes but that was i took that as the it's this essentially the side effect of him being who he was right
1: i mean yeah he's like a seven-year-old man plus yeah this magic world so he's very knowledgeable
0: and he's using his rapid growth slash regeneration mm-hmm. to its absolute fullest extent i understand what you're talking about where it's just Like, yes, he had struggles, but he had no real issues. Right. And hopefully season two, we get kind of some ups and downs. So I guess... Since I've recommended this and I talked about it previously, where it was probably one of my favorites of the most recent isekais that I've watched, uh, did you en- like? Did you enjoy it as a whole?
1: Overall, I was very pleased with this. Yeah. Okay. Like the matter of fact, con- uh, idea was kind of just there, but it yeah. didn't like fault any of my thinking. Okay. This was still fun to watch from start to finish. I wanted to see how things were going to continue to play out. Yeah. I wanted to see him learn to get stronger. I knew we have this time scale of. Uh, less than 18 years to minimally kill the hero. Yep. And... I was, yeah, I wanted to see more. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see more magic. We didn't get to see much, but we got a little bit of everything. Yep. Mostly, like, fire and earth when it came to weapons. Yep. We got a little bit of water when he was surfing to go practice on the island. And we got a little bit of wind when he was picking up whispers and talks so that he can overhear the battlefield. Like, those are the only two instances of earth and of.
0: Well, I definitely had to use wind in order to kill that noble from like eight miles away.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. There could have been some wind magic in there, too.
0: Yeah, because it's I don't know. I I am absolutely not an expert in long range shooting, but I can tell you it's not easy. Yeah. So he had to have used magic to be just that perfect Mm. of a shot.
1: Yeah, because like, there there's like three little circle things that came up too for extra focus. Yeah. So they didn't explain it as anime logic at that point and it's understandable, but I, I just want to see a little bit more water and wind magic if he chose all four attributes.
0: Okay. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, because I think he uses wind and fire to make those explosions when he's killing all the, the people against uh, Diaz, like the people that are trying to take over Diaz's um town.
1: Yeah, cuz he was talking about he added three different elements into that thing and he was he talked he talked about them in percentiles too. It was like 50% fire, 20% earth for the the scatter shot effect and
0: 30% wind so that it like essentially tornadoed
1: yeah, so to add the the impact and the pressure, yep, something along those lines. Now that yeah, after you said that, my initial memory was he just used those stones that he applied magic to, yep, and then he just applied a little extra and turned those into bombs. But then I remember the percentile deal. Yeah,
0: he like cha- manipulated the the mana within it so that it would work in the manner in which he wanted him to.
1: Oh, actually, yeah. He was probably using those stones to begin with anyway. And he just applied extra. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, because, again, I know in the the manga he talks about he got the, the foul stones because essentially what he was doing is he would release all of his mana and nothing would happen to it when he was, like, a kid and trying to grow his mana. So then what he started doing is he would start releasing all of his mana into the Foul stones, so then eventually he, you know, could do something with them instead of it just going into space.
1: Right. Yeah, he's just sporting a bunch of grenades in his closet. <laughs> they're,
0: they're safe. It's okay.
1: Right, until more energy is applied, but yeah.
0: I feel like also if you like threw it at something, it would probably explode too.
1: Right, enough of an impact. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Now,
0: I thought for sure he was going to make those into bullets. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like that's what I thought he was going to do. Like
1: actual little grenade launchers instead of a... Basically. Yeah.
0: Granted, it'd be a terrible assassination weapon, but you know, you could like slingshot them and just start making a bunch of... ...of these explosions. Uh That'd probably be pretty cool to see.
1: Yeah. uh, (laughs) Even the father of Dia, Vicone, was like... After he saw that cannon... Yep. He's like, if this is an assassination technique, I don't understand assassination <laughs> anymore. It's just a giant weapon of war.
0: Yes. And it's like, well, that might be an assassination attempt, but I'm trying to destroy everything in that area right now. <laughs>
1: Fuck that area in particular. Yes,
0: from way over here. So I am glad you enjoyed this uh, isekai and the anime because it's a little different, if I had to say so. Yeah. as a whole.
1: Yeah, my, my biggest uh, takeaway right away was he's not the hero he's the hero killer but at the same time you know he's our hero yes so i thought that was a nice twist Like, because he's not the bad guy he's the secret good guy doing bad things
0: yeah and it'll be interesting like what the route in the future is because yes he's an assassin but he's also a medic and his whole goal is to stop the hero from his tyranny mm-hmm. so there's so many avenues as we've talked about that this really has a very interesting path they can take
1: oh yeah especially because in the well i think it was the very first or second episode the hero doesn't have to die necessarily yes he can just be have some kind of change of heart and if that can be successful then that's all that need to be done so that makes me think that the hero is not gonna die
0: yeah i, I don't know it'll be very very interesting i am looking forward to season two that's for sure
1: 100 mm-hmm. so with uh some kind of great scale what would you give this out of a 10
0: i would probably like a six and a half, seven.
1: Yeah, that's uh, like it, it. was
0: good. I can definitely rewatch it. I can't continuously rewatch it, but it's one of those where it's like, if I know you like isekais, or let me rephrase it? If I know you don't dislike isekais, <laughs> then I one hundred percent worth recommending. And it's it's a good easy watch.
1: Yep. Yeah, it was very easy to watch. Um, one, I agree on your scale, six and a half to a seven. Some of the things that bring me down is the sex trafficking didn't necessarily need to be in there. there could have made something different i just don't like the idea of children yeah no if you're gonna do sex trafficking let's keep it adult
0: yep understandable
1: and that bath scene with maha or not maha with dia just again we're talking children here let's yeah you you're losing points left and right just because (laughs) of that
0: yeah understandable like you could have done almost everything and then not had that and it would have been just fine. Yeah. So.
1: Especially in the manga, like you were saying, because that like, well, the bath scene didn't happen. So that could have, that's a savior right there.
0: Like the whole thing doesn't happen. Yeah, like that the whole date that, doesn't happen.
1: The date would have been just fine. That, that would have liked to, I think it would have been a little saddened that that was kind of skipped out on. Of yeah. course, it's all fluff. Yeah. It has nothing to do to the actual story, but.
0: Absolutely correct. Because he goes and sees her one day and then has to run back and see her the next day, essentially.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. We should get a time frame on how soon he can. And recover his mana like if he were to go to dia's at, and get there as fast as possible burn himself out Yep. are we talking like 24 hours he's back to new or
0: so in the chapters in which i read he makes mention how after the fight with mechness they make mention how the next morning he's fine oh just like that yeah okay so essentially sleep that's that's what he needs. <laughs> Just sleep. Yeah. Uh so eight to ten hours probably is yeah. or let me phrase it. Eight to twelve hours is probably what he needs to fully recover from we'll go with absolute zero. Like he probably had one MP, like fifty HP left over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. So it's uh very obviously very rapid. It'll be I'm also interested in the fact that is his is that time frame the same? So uh kind of like is it going to be one of those things where in, like, SAO, where Kirito, like, his recovery and HP is so high that eventually, like, very low-level people will attack him, and he's already regenerated?
1: Regenerating as fast as he's getting attacked. Yeah.
0: yeah. So is it one of those things? Or is it, like, he's still a normal person, no matter how high he gets, but he can just go from 0 to a 1,000 at the same rate he was going 0 to a 100? Right. Say he's 20, is his rapid recovery still from 1 in 50, still an eight hour period or because he's his mana is so great that now it takes 24 hours
1: sure yeah it could be either way yeah it's either faster recovery or an extended life bar at mana bar
0: yeah which we know he is getting that so it's interesting i'm gonna go with his recovery speed increases as his max level increases mm-hmm Because that's just how every RPG game has always been.
1: Right. Different ways to supplement each other.
0: Yeah. So I am glad you enjoyed this. And I completely understand the gripes with the certain events that happen. Uh, It kind of does help. Like it makes Maha a better character. But I feel like there could have been different ways. Like you could have done abuse instead of the soliciting of Fourteen-year-olds, so yeah, yeah, definitely. But beyond that, I I think the the series as a whole is very good, and I can't wait for more because it's if it stays on this path, it it's definitely like as far as isekais are concerned, it's like top ten to fifteen kind of isekais. I
1: think that's fair enough. Yeah,
0: but it's definitely not the the best ones, but it's on. It's worthy of
1: being one of the better ones for sure. Yeah, especially things that we've watched, and this this was definitely good. Yep, I'm excited to see this hero. Uh, the anime didn't give us. I'm gonna assume it's a her because we saw it and she it looked very feminine okay so but this character sheet is saying i think it's epona rihanna okay so we'll see if however that's gonna play out i don't know i've never heard of epona so i don't know what kind of name that is but like i said i assume it's a female and it's kind of a nice twist to have a, a female hero because that's not that common
0: okay yeah no i do completely understand what you're saying i would agree it's probably a female hero
1: it's animation you never quite know until you yeah because you know we even
0: we even get brought up Earlier, when Dia first meets Lug, and it was like, Oh, I thought it was a boy that I was gonna be training. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I am a boy. Mom is just crazy. Yeah,
1: she wants to sniff my wet dreams.
0: Yeah, that was weird. That mom was so weird. It was very weird. Yeah, I don't, she's a I, cute
1: character, but damn, she's fucking weird. Didn't appreciate all those weird things.
0: So, I did find it funny when so you've got Maha and Tart, they slept with Lug. Uh-huh. and then he had a wet dream, and they're like, oh, well, if you need help with that, we can help you. Like I did find that part funny. That was, was funny.
1: I was like, oh, God, here we go, but it was at the same time funny.
0: Yes, and I like the fact that he's like, He's trying to be respectful of these individuals, even though he's brainwashing them into being subservient to him.
1: Right. Yeah. So if he's already going that far, he can just continue that path and make him think that it's for the greater good instead of going to brothels.
0: I mean, he does make mention that it's like it can ruin basically everything that he's done. So that's why he's not doing it, because he doesn't want to, because if something happens now, all that work that he did beforehand to essentially manipulate them and brainwash them was for nothing because he essentially just ruined the relationship ruined it by sleeping with them and instead of going to brothels to release his urges yeah so it's, it's understandable yes it'll be it'll be interesting to find out if essentially he just gets married to all of them or gets multiple mistresses.
1: Right. Yeah. If he takes that route or if he stays faithful to Dia and marries her or something. Yeah.
0: I think because of the nobility and them basically talking about having multiple mistresses, I think it's just going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, no. Yep. He is eventually just going to sleep with them. And because he it's not that he's going to give in. He's going to listen to Dia and she's going to be like, no, it's it's what you should be doing. And he's going to be like, all right, I guess I've been putting it off for like 10 years. So it's I I guess I can do this now.
1: Guessing go get it.
0: Yeah. So it I'm curious. That's obviously all very much uh, future, very far into the future things. Yeah. Is there is there anything else you kind of want to talk about for as the world's finest assassin?
1: No, I think I'm pretty good. What about you?
0: I think I'm good. Um, all in all, I really enjoyed it, and I'm glad we were able to finally talk about it.
1: Before we close up, you want to give one little teaser that we can expect out of next season that you read ahead and found?
0: Yes. Yeah, so something that I found out was during the chapter in which I was reading about them basically hiding Dia with them. I admit I forgot that the part in which the two out the day family essentially takes in Dia. I, for whatever reason was thinking that didn't happen. The father says that the reason why they make Dia 14 is so that Dia and Lug can go to this prestigious magic school. And so I think that's what's going to happen in season two. And I think that's where they're going to meet the hero.
1: Okay. Yep. So kind of much like uh, Jobless Reincarnation season two right now, is going to be kind of like a, a school season. And, every, yes. and everybody's going to be learning a little bit more.
0: Yeah. And it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it because there is certain situations that Dia wants to have happen. And so then it kind of all starts to make sense if that does happen as i think it's going to
1: right yeah looking forward to that yeah i'm hoping that also gives us much more action but at the same time i hope we can still play around with the assassin idea too and it's not just going to be i think they're going to big explosions
0: i think they're going to i hope so because i'd
1: like to see some assassin stuff
0: yeah i would absolutely love to see more assassination as a a real assassination not the i'm going to destroy this town assassination right
1: just drop a bomb not quite (laughs) there but yeah let's get back to the roots here yeah Definitely. Alrighty, and with all that said, I think this is going to conclude today's episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us this far. If you have, please leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on because that would help us a lot. Also, please go find some more of our content on YouTube and follow us on Anime Alone Short Flights where we cover individual episodes of Hot New Anime that are currently out and we have a lot of fun with that. Also, go find the Anime's show on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date on everything anime related because you can't get enough of that news and there's always news. And we will catch you guys next next time.